On this episode of Documento, I'm speaking with Matt Stevens, a personal trainer and diet coach. Matt, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate you having me. So the listeners can probably hear the freak storm going on outside right now, but it's, it's totally fine. We're going to go with the interview and, and make it happen. So Matt, I appreciate you coming on board and I'm really excited for this talk. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm glad, glad to be here uh, and, and get the word out. So let's start off our discussion with some good exercises to build strength and mass. So you can just take it away from here. Sure. Um, you know, definitely. And, uh, you know, I had mentioned one time, uh, uh, if, if we're talking about a generalized statement here, a lot of the times, you know, it, it needs to be personalized to, to certain people, whether we're a beginner, whether we're an, a, a you know, novice or we've got some experience under our belt or, or how tall or how big we are and whatnot. And, and if we're talking about a generalized statement, though, I'd say a, a great starting point, uh, even just for anybody, would be compound lifts. So, you know, bench press, uh, squats, deadlift, um, things that are going to uh, incorporate multiple muscle groups and stimulate the central nervous system and, you know, uh, wear down uh, or at least break down the most muscle groups possible with uh, just one one exercise. Um, because, you know, I tell my, my clients three things. There's, there's three, three pillars of success when it comes to health and fitness. It's uh, exercise, diet, nutrition, and then sleep. And they're all three just, is just as important as each other. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize this, but when you are exercising, you're, it's, a cat, it's catabolic. You're breaking down muscle tissue. You're not building muscle there in your workout. But what you are doing is when you eat the nutritious food, when you go to sleep at night, your body uses that nutritious food as the tools to repair every, all the damage that you did during the workout to build muscle. Um, and that is when you become anabolic is during your sleep. But when we incorporate these compound lifts, it's, it's just going to uh, give that reaction uh, much more than what, you know, isolation exercises would be. Okay, so compound lifts are incorporating more muscle groups of the body. Is that correct? Correct. All right. And so what are some examples of good uh, compound exercises that you would recommend to any person you're training with? Oh, those those three. Those are the top three. Uh, mm -hmm. Bench, deadlifts, and uh, squats. And, you okay. know, um, you, you have multiple variations of, of the three as well. And you can kind of make it a little bit more interesting if you want to, uh, but just as, as the basics, you know, the traditional three lifts. Okay. So it's those three pillars and everything else that could be a manipulation of those exercises, but just stick to those three and that should be fine, right? It's a, it's a generalized move. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So let's move to diet. What are some suggestions you have for listeners um, after they've done these kind of exercises and they're resting? Oh, um, so, you know, if we're talking about, you know, because uh, uh, diet is very broad. So if, if we're talking about uh, what we're going to need uh, individually, everyone's going to have a different caloric intake that they're going to need to consume. Uh, everyone's going to have a different ratio of macronutrients and micronutrients. You know, everyone's metabolism, metabolism is unique. Uh, it's just like your personality. Um, and it's very dynamic as well. So it takes some experimenting to feel actually you know, feel out you know what needs to be done how much we need to be consuming um so you know a good balance though I, I, you hear all these diets like ketogenic diet uh paleo 
know, uh, carnivore and whatnot. These, to me, they're extreme diets because they're eliminating so many other foods and just sticking to one group. And, and it can be great for certain people. Um, but I don't think that it's a very uh, large amount of people believe that if you aren't under extreme conditions that you should be using an extreme diet. So if, if you're balanced, if, if your health is balanced, stick with a balanced diet, stick with balanced nutrition. Um, you know, eat nutritious foods. I, I say 80, 20 or 90, 10 more, more likely of, you know, 90% uh, nutrient dense foods and then 10% treats, you know, give yourself a treat every now and then. Okay. So if a coach or anybody really tells you to do a general approach, it's probably not the best way to do it because like you said, everybody's different and they need to get more information from you first and then make suggestions. Exactly. I have a questionnaire that I send to every potential client. Um, so that I learn exactly what we're dealing with here. And I love the flexible dieting approach because it, it takes into consideration that there, we come from so many different backgrounds, so many different cultures, uh, the way that we're raised and, and what we've, what, what our ancestors ate, so on and so forth and what we're used to and what works well for us. And you can incorporate those foods into your diet because you know you better than anyone else. Um, and, and I could throw you some, some tips of how to fit those foods in there. But for the most part, I love giving my clients full discretion on what they can eat rather than, hey, let's restrict ourselves. I believe that a diet should complement our lives rather than restrict our lives. Yeah, I agree. And you mentioned something interesting where uh, you should understand what your ancestors ate. Is that like a, a good rule of thumb or is, are there some kind of exceptions to that? Well, there's, there's been uh, some studies uh, here recently, and it kind of makes sense to me um, that that we would be adaptive to uh, certain types of foods that we um, are, are you familiar with epigenetics? Yes. Okay, so you know your mom uh, and dad, and and their mom and their dad, and so on and so forth. Eight foods, and 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 those well, the diets that they were consuming by the time uh, every single uh, conception happened is is kind of what affects you. So um, it, what they ate matters uh, just as much as what you eat. So uh, to me, it's, it's trying to find out what worked best. You know, a lot of people, um, you know, are, are from a Mediterranean descent. They do great with a Mediterranean diet. Um, and, and, and another thing I heard, I believe it was like, if you're cl the closer you are to the uh, equator, uh, the more carb tolerant you are. So the further away from the equator you are, the less carbs you need. Oh, wow. um, but it's something that's being looked into a little further. It's pretty exciting time to live where we have such an abundance of information and also so precise, you know, where you can go to the gym and get the right workouts. You can listen to a podcast like this, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And there's still so much we don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's a very exciting time to live and we'll see what happens in the next five years in terms of the advancements from a biological standpoint and, and just general health. And um, Matt, this is all very interesting. Why don't you give listeners a brief introduction and tell a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Uh, so, um, yeah, pretty much I uh, was, had been lifting ever since I was young. Uh, I think I may have started when I was 12. I played football when I was real young and in Alabama, they're real big on football. So uh, um, I, I started playing when I was really young and they start you real young in the weight room. And so I lifted all throughout middle school and high school. 
And by the time I had graduated high school, I was very borderline of going to play college football or not. And I continued to work out, but then I decided that it wasn't for me. So I stopped and I stopped working out and I got into a music, uh, moved up to the university of Alabama. Uh, and basically to make a long story short, the, the party scene sucked me in there for, 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 cause I was in a band and I was doing real well. It was a lot of fun. It was too much fun. And so, uh, my, my bad habits caught up with me. Uh, I dropped out of school. I hit what, you know, I consider my rock bottom and was depressed. And the first thing that I did that I knew that I needed to do was to fix my body because I was completely and totally out of shape. I was overweight. Uh, it was, it was the worst shape I've ever, ever been in my life. And so I basically got back into the weight room and just researched the hell out of diets at that point and, and made a ton of progress and realized what it did for me, what it did for my confidence, what it did for my self-image, not only what it did for my body. Um, and, and at that point I had other people coming to me asking me like, Hey Matt, you know, how do I, how do I do that? How do I do what you did? And I would help people do it for themselves as well. And then, you know, they would come to me and tell me like, Oh, thank you so much for helping me do that. And I realized what it did for them because I know what it did for me and I can't put a price tag on that. So uh, I've just took coaching up and cause it's something that I love doing. I love helping people do this. And so uh, it was kind of, you know, I used the pain that I felt in order to find something that I love. And uh, you know, I still get, um, this just incredible um, emotion of fulfillment whenever a client comes to me and tells me, you know, their excitement about, you know, their results. And to me, it's extremely exciting. I'm just, you know, I, I, I know that what we're doing is working and I know that, uh, everything that I'm doing is being, uh, replicated onto different people and different clients. And it's just extremely exciting. So, uh, that, that's basically how I got my start. And now it's just, growing my business and trying to uh, take it on completely full time because I train people in person as well. That was a profound introduction, Matt. I, I really appreciated that. And I think the listeners will as well. It's, it's interesting how when we are at a low point in our lives or some kind of crisis, there can also be opportunity and it, it can change you big time and motivate you every day. You know, you're seeing these messages and you're helping people and that's just as profound as building a business. So, um, Thank you for that. And thank you for this interview, Matt. It's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. Hey, I appreciate it, Alejandro. We'll keep in touch. All right. Take it easy.